Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Out to Be podcast. It's your host, Katie Zaccardi, and on this week's episode, we are talking all about Clubhouse. Now, if you haven't heard of Clubhouse before, it is the new big social media app that is taking over. And I say it's big, but the reality is it's actually not that big. It is very new and very small because it's still in beta and it's still invite only, but you need to know about it. So we're going to talk about Clubhouse, what it is, how you can use it, why you should be using it, and how you can grow your audience using Clubhouse on this episode today. So the first question we're going to start with is, what is Clubhouse? Now, if you are on Clubhouse already or you're familiar with it, stick with us. This episode is still going to be relevant for you. But for those of you who are unfamiliar or who maybe just haven't joined yet because you're not really quite clear on what it is, Clubhouse describes itself as a drop-in audio app. They say that it is a new type of social network based on voice where people can talk to each other, listen in real time. When it was described to me before I joined, people described it as, you know, like an audio-based app, a drop-in app, and that didn't really resonate with me. So it kind of procrastinated <laughs> joining because I wasn't really sure what it was or if I would like it. I didn't know if talking to people would be engaging because it seemed like it would be really distracting and easy to just kind of like disengage from and disconnect from. So I wasn't quite in on it at the beginning. I didn't really get it. But then I finally decided to join. And once I joined, I was able to experiment it for myself. How I would describe the app is basically a combination between Zoom without video or listening to a live podcast. So the way that the app works is that you have these things called rooms. So we're going to go deeper into this in a second, but basically in each room, it's like listening into a conversation. And the best part is that you can come and go as you please. So I'm going to go over how Clubhouse works deeper in a minute. First, I want to talk about joining though, and these basic things that you need to know. Clubhouse is an invite-only app, which means you can't just sign up and join. However, you can register your username and register your name and your phone number with the app, and anyone who is in your contact list will be prompted if they want to basically send you an invite when you sign up. Um, By the way, if you are already on the app and you're thinking about how many invites you have, I believe that this does not take an invite from you if you are prompted by the app to welcome someone in. So that is a bit of a pro tip. So if you are waiting to get on the app, the app right now is only available for iPhone users and it's in beta. So if you have an Android, hang tight and still listen because I believe they are making uh, moves to get Android on the app. But it's for iPhone users only right now and it's invite only. So go ahead and register your username right now in Clubhouse, just go Google Clubhouse app and you'll be taken to their website where you can register your username. That's going to send out a blast to everyone in your contact list who is in Clubhouse already and prompt them to uh, welcome you in and basically give you the in, give you the invite to join. Now you can also do that. I recommend you do that and you can go and ask people on your social media or anyone you know, hey, do you have a Clubhouse invite? I know there's a lot of people out there who are like selling invites and there's a lot of, it seems like there's not a lot to go around. That's why I want you to take these steps because if you can reserve your username, you might be let in way quicker than you anticipate. And also go and ask your community if you know um, anyone who has any invites. 
The thing with Clubhouse is that you only get a certain number of invites, but the more that you use it, the more invites you get. So I think I started out with like two or something and the more people I invited and the more rooms I was in and the more rooms I hosted, the more invites I got. So even though it seems like, oh my gosh, there's not a lot to go around or if I get an invite, I'll send it to you. People have invites. So ask around, see if you can get on. So that's a process for getting onto the app. So once you're on the app, you're in, you're good to go. Like I said, it's only for iPhone users right now, Android or other users, hang tight because they are making it available for you. But this is also something worth pointing out because since it's only invite only and only for iPhone users, the community down there is really small right now. I mean, it's large, but it's also small in that it's not like the whole world of TikTok or the whole world of Instagram. And you're able to have really, really cool and intimate conversations. Now, that's not to say rooms can't get big up to the hundreds of people, right? But it is to say that you have an opportunity to create really genuine connections. And if you get on the app early, you can start to grow a large following on there before everyone and their mother gets onto this app. So now we're gonna walk through how to use Clubhouse. So when you first log in, you're gonna be prompted to create your profile, including putting your interests on there. Now your interests are relevant because you wanna make sure that you are identifying yourself as someone who is talking on each particular topic. And it's also going to help uh, sort of create the calendar or the upcoming for you tab that you will see when you go onto Clubhouse, which essentially gives you the rooms that you can join that are most relevant to you and what your actual interests are. You'll see that there are a lot of different interests from where you live to what you do to what your hobbies are. And of course, you might not be interested in talking about soccer, but you might be interested in talking about business. And so you want to make sure that you're as clear as you can be about your interests so that you can get the best experience of, um, in this app. And so that when people find you, they also know what it is you're talking about. So go through and fill out all the steps that you are prompted to do once you first get on the app. And I want you to take particular note of your bio. So one thing that you need to know about Clubhouse is that while you are in the rooms, people can easily click on your bio and read about what you do and see if they want to follow you on Instagram uh, or Twitter or whatever it is while you are chatting or in the room with them. So it's really, really important to make sure that your bio is clear and concise. Make sure you pick a photo first and foremost that works for you. Make sure that your name and your handle are clear and searchable in a way that would it compel people to easily be able to find you or, you know, if people uh, search a term or whatnot, that that term that you identify with is in your bio or in your name or handle. And when you are writing your bio, you can make this long and you can make it juicy. So I observed a lot of different bios that I thought worked um, well, that compelled me to take action to follow someone, that really uh, grasped me, that really seemed to be working with people who had a lot of followers on Clubhouse. And here is what I recommend. First thing is that you wanna make sure that in the first two to three lines, you are being really clear, getting straight to the point about who it, you are and what you do. Because when people first click on your name, they're going to see those first three lines first. And so if you have nothing in your bio, people are gonna have no clue who you are or what you do. And if it's not clear in those three lines, then they're still gonna be confused and they're likely not going to take further action. You'll see that when you uh, create your bio, you have the option to add your Instagram and your Twitter right in there. I definitely recommend doing that for the platforms that you use. 
So for instance, I don't have my Twitter on there, but I have my Instagram on there. And that way, when people go and follow you, they can also follow you on Instagram really quickly. The great thing about Clubhouse is even if you're in a room and you're talking in a room, you can go in between apps and still keep that audio up, which is really nice because people will go and check you out on Instagram while they're listening into a conversation on Clubhouse. So when you're creating your bio, you want those first few sentences to be your I help statement or your I am statement, depending on if you're a coach or if you're an artist or how you generally identify yourself. I like to think of this as kind of what you would put in your Instagram bio. We know that your Instagram bio is only a few sentences. And so you're using that real estate really carefully and wisely. And you're going to have that I am or I help statement stating who you are and what you do. So for instance, mine says business coach for music industry coaches. That's what I'm really niching down to specifically within Clubhouse. Obviously my offerings appeal to music coaches, music teachers, and musicians in general, but right within Clubhouse, that's wow, that's how I want to really be identified and seen. And then I have my I help statement, which says I help women in music, musicians, coaches, and teachers build sustainable careers and make more money without stress and self-doubt. You, can you guys hear Ziggy? He's like a recurring guest on my podcast these days because he never shuts up while I'm recording. Okay, Ziggy has been moved to the other room. <laughs> All right, so after that, I include some other crucial details. So I'm walking through my bio right now, but this is definitely what I recommend that you have in yours. So under my I help statement, I have that I am the host of the Out to Be podcast because of course I want people to know that. And then I talk about what I'm here to talk about so that if people follow me, they know what types of rooms I'm going to be in or the types of rooms that I'm going to be hosting. So I say, you know, I'm here to talk about launching strategies, selling and promoting with integrity, growing and scaling your music business, money mindset and financial health as a musician, uh, mindset in general, and wellness and mental health in the music industry. So when people follow me, they're going to know what they get. I also have a section that says things you should know about me. Now, of course, you can title these sections different things, but you'll get a very clear idea by these topics of what types of things you should be including. You want to mention the things that you are an expert on or that you talk about and any other fun things that people might know about you or other rooms they might find you in. So I have things you should know about me. I'm a songwriter and musician, graduated from NYU's music business program. I have my 200-hour yoga teacher training. Um... I mentioned my puppy, Ziggy. I mentioned that I'm into astrology and that I'm into sustainable, non-toxic living. So this kind of just gives people another idea of who I am and what I like and if they're going to vibe with me, as well as some other rooms I may be hanging out on. Like I've been into some astrology and tarot card reading rooms just for fun. And so I definitely mentioned that. So people get a feel, again, for what I'm tuning into. Now, this is also important because when you follow people, if they're in specific rooms, those rooms will pop up in your basically recommended rooms uh, feed, we'll call it. I think it's called the hallway, <laughs> actually. So the hallway, it'll show up in the hallway. When you're on the app, you'll get a clearer idea for this, and I'll try to uh, speak our way through it while I'm talking about it, uh, but we're going to just stick to the bio right now. But basically, it is important to know this because when you follow people, you're basically curating your experience on the app through those people. So if I join a room that's about tarot card reading, you might see it in your hallway and you might join it because I joined it, right? If I'm in a room about launching your music into the world, you're also going to see that, right? 
So that's important. And then I also have a section because of course I am a coach that says what I'm currently enrolling. I have a connect with me section that just has my website and my TikTok on there since I'm not able to link that up right within Clubhouse. And then I have a little gift that I give to people following me on Clubhouse, which is my freebie and a uh, discount on the Wealthy Musician Bundle. So that is how I concocted my bio. Again, I observed a lot of other bios while doing this, and I noticed that detailed bios but clean bios really get results. So I noticed a lot of people were giving away something for free or basically having an opt-in to their email list to translate people over there. And again, we're being really clear about who they are, what they do, as well as including some other interests so that when people do check you out, they can get a very clear and quick idea of that and decide if they want to follow you within the app. Now, if you are, for instance, looking at your profile or someone else's profile, at the bottom, uh, you'll if you're new, probably go to someone else's to see this, but you'll see that it'll say um, the date joined and who you were nominated by. And so you can actually like go and see your, your nomination tree and keep going back through all the people like see who nominated you, click on their name, see who nominated them, click on their name, and go all the way back, which is pretty cool. See how long your tree goes. But below that, you will see that it'll say member of, and there will be some icons there. So within Clubhouse, my my um, observation is this is a relatively new feature that they're testing out, but in Clubhouse, they have these things called clubs. So you can start a room without being in a club. You as a person can start a room and that is totally fine. And they also have things called clubs, which is basically a group. Think of it like a Facebook group or uh, any other group collection where it's just like you're a member of that group and therefore you tune in to uh, trainings or you know rooms that are specifically happening within that group. So once you're in that group, you can, some of them have different settings where Uh, sometimes just by following the group, you can create rooms within that group. Sometimes you have to actually be nominated by a member of that group to join the group. And once you join the group, then you can follow them, but you have to join the group and be nominated to do so. And once you've joined, then you can host rooms within that group. So for instance, there are some music groups I'm a part of, and there are some women in business groups I'm a part of, and that gives me the opportunity to get into, you know, exclusive rooms that may be hosted within that club, or to host rooms within that club. I'm a part of one women in music group that's, I think, the biggest group on Clubhouse, which is, uh, or the biggest club on Clubhouse, I should say, which is crazy. And I'm able to host rooms within that and have a built-in audience. This is something new that I'm actually recently playing around with. And so I'll definitely do a follow-up episode or follow-up on my stories sharing how that works out. But I really am excited to try this because now that I got approved to be a member of that club and not just follow that club, I think it's going to give me an opportunity to branch out my audience by hosting rooms within that club. Because on Clubhouse, yes, you could show up in the hallway of the people who are following you, but it really is a game of, you know, making connections, following more people and getting followed by more people because the more connections you have, the more people are going to see your rooms and join your rooms and, of course, the bigger audience you can build. So we're going to go just uh, to, like, the main page when you first open up Clubhouse app. You're going to see that there are 
rooms here you're gonna see like kind of a little calendar where you can see okay this group's hosting this or here's a couple things that are happening and here's some people that are in it and I know those people and you can click into any of those rooms at any time and you'll also see at the bottom like if you did click into a room and you wanted to leave you could click at the button at the bottom it's a little peace sign and it says leave quietly so the good thing about clubhouse is that you can kind of go in and out of rooms without having to say hello without having to commit to anything or stay for a long time it is really convenient in that sense now there's like three levels that you will see when you enter a room there's the speakers and some of those speakers will have a little green star and that means they're a moderator which means they started the room and they're running the room sometimes there are multiple moderators and then there's other people that may or may not be speakers or moderators that are in the speaker tier Sometimes those are people who are asking a question or sharing something uh, and because it is possible for you to bring anyone in the room onto the stage. So that's what they call the place where the speakers are. Then you'll see a level below that that says followed by the speakers. So this is another reason why it's really cool to make connections on Clubhouse and get um, get followed and be followed by people and follow other people because if you are following people and you are in a room of where the host follows you you're going to come up in a higher level than the general audience so below that's going to be just the general audience of people who are watching so if you are in a really big room you will appear higher than those people and right under the speakers and why is this important you might ask because at least in my experience on Clubhouse, while you are in a room, you are generally clicking on every single person who's in the room. Maybe not every single person, but you're clicking on the people who are in the room. You're clicking on their bios. You're looking to see more about them. The higher up you are, the more likelihood that you're going to get clicked on and the higher likelihood that you're going to get more followers or more people who want to connect with you because they find your bio interesting. So again, this is why this is the importance of having a bio. And we haven't even talked about hosting a room or talking or anything like that yet. So when you are attending your room, you have the ability to leave quietly or come in and out as you please without making a noise, without talking. There's none of that. You're just like totally silent in the audience, um, quietly listening. And again, there's not even an opportunity at that point for you to speak because you're not on stage. You can, however, raise your hand to be brought on stage. A lot of moderators will prompt this if the conversation is very discussion-based or if they're doing a Q&A, which usually is what happens on Clubhouse because most of the clubs or most of the rooms are not just trainings where the moderator is speaking and nobody's talking ever. Most of them are either discussion-based or Q&A-based or at least include a training and then a Q&A that follows that. So that is really important to know. Now, when you are brought up onto the stage, it's hard to do a full tutorial on here, and so I'm not going to, but if you are hosting a room or you're on the stage, you have the ability to, well, moderate. You have the ability to bring people up if you're moderating, the ability to mute people, bring people back to the audience, um, and control the room in a way that works for you. So when you host a room, you're going to create the title for the room. You're going to create a description for the room. You can also invite people who you are following, who you think would be a good fit to join this room. And when you are moderating the room, you have the ability to bring people up from the audience, allow them to ask questions, and to really get uh, down and dirty <laughs> with what you are teaching or sharing or conversing about. When you get on Clubhouse, there's also a lot of Clubhouse rooms that are straight up Clubhouse tutorials. So I recommend doing that so that we don't have to go too much deeper into that here because like I said, it is kind of hard to explain things if you're not visually on the app. 
So I'm going to leave it at that as far as like a little tutorial situation goes. But let's talk about content and let's talk about collaboration on the Clubhouse app. Connections are the name of the game when it comes to Clubhouse. This isn't like Instagram where you want to make sure your follow to, you know, followers ratio is cool or that you have a ton of followers, but you're not following anyone. People want to mutually follow each other on this app because it only mutually benefits you. As I said before, who you're following does kind of curate uh, your Clubhouse recommendations for rooms to join. And the reason that's important is because the more rooms that you have to join that are relevant to you, that are in front of your face, the more connections you can make. So I really think that this app has such big potential because of the following reasons. Number one, it is so easy to make quick, genuine, and really quality connections. So when you join a room, even if you're not hosting the room, if you join a room that is an interesting topic to you or relevant to what you do, Usually you can hop up on stage and you can talk with the moderators and ask questions or give advice and give input or feedback and really get to know people. Often those connections go off the Clubhouse app and onto Instagram or Facebook or email. And so that if if that person is someone that you want to collaborate with or you want to just learn more from or you want to just be connected with for any reason, this is a really quick way to do it. On Instagram, I think that we can sometimes get bogged down and it's like, you know, if you follow someone, there's so much content of theirs that you have to consume at all times. We're on Clubhouse. This really allows you to have a conversation with someone, get to know them pretty quickly and decide, you know, how do you want to take this connection? And of course, because of the nature, this is the number two reason why I think this app is amazing because of the nature of the platform. It is more long form content. Now, it's not to say that every room is ridiculously long, but you're not just reading an Instagram post or watching like a useless Instagram story. Sorry, not trying to shit on Instagram right now, but the the platform really cultivates connection and communication and discussion. And so this is, you know, posts and emails and stuff like that are really helpful but this also allows you to like really talk to people and we all know that the connection quality that you're making when you are talking with someone versus just like following them on Instagram or liking a post uh, there's a big difference right (laughs) there's a lot of quality in the connection that you're making when you are having a conversation with someone Now, as I kind of mentioned earlier, there are some rooms that can get pretty big and some of them can get kind of hectic. But a lot of the rooms that I've been in and that I've wanted to be in are relatively small. Even like 50 people, sometimes they're like 10 people or even five people. And this allows you to really get to know the people who are in that room and be able to see how might we work together or how might we be able to get on or become friends or whatever it is. How can I learn from you, right? So if you're a coach, this is a really good opportunity to share on your expertise, talk on your expertise, to bring people up to the stage to ask questions and, you know, maybe do a little bit of coaching on there or just a little bit of educating and and chatting and really getting to know your audience. Not only is this going to also open your eyes to what your audience is struggling with or desiring or wanting to know, but it also allows your audience members and potential leads to grow because they're getting really intimate access with you and really intimate conversations with you that they wouldn't otherwise be able to have. Now, if you're an artist, the same goes for that. And I also think that in both areas, there's opportunity for you to learn, right? Like I'm in a lot of rooms of people who are sharing on things that I'm not an expert in. And 
things that I am an expert in that I can maybe give my expertise to or talk on. And the same goes for artists. Like maybe you're a pro songwriter and you can share some tips on songwriting or you can join rooms about songwriting and share some tips there. Maybe you want to learn about sync. And so you're going to learn, you're going to join rooms where they're teaching on sync and you're going to learn from there and you can get on stage and ask questions from those people and make a connection with the people who are teaching and take that connection further. You know what I mean? So this is why it's really, really important. And because of the intimacy of the app, um, and again, every experience is different. It's depending on the rooms you're joining and, and whatnot, but you can really get a feel for what rooms you want to be in, what moderators you like, what clubs you like, and, and stick to that. And it really allows the opportunity for growth. Now, the third thing that I want to mention here that's really important when it comes to Clubhouse is that it is an opportunity to collaborate and collaborations are so important because especially when you're getting started, if you're hosting rooms uh, if, and you don't have a lot of followers, you might not have a wide audience that ends up joining. But if you can collaborate with people who are already moderating rooms and who have a big following on uh, Clubhouse or if you can moderate a room within a club on Clubhouse that exists and has a big uh, following or group there, then you're going to be opening up yourself to more people and more leads or fans or followers or connections that you wouldn't have otherwise had. And so this is a great way to not only collaborate just based on getting in rooms with people and chatting with people or seeing people in a room and following them on Instagram because you like their bio and whatnot, but it also gives you the opportunity to have other discussions and co-teach with people or co-share with people or you know, talk on a topic with someone else who's talking on this topic. And when it comes to Clubhouse and growth, I really do believe that collaboration is the name of the game. So you want to be hosting rooms with other moderators, with other people on the app. You want to be um, getting in rooms where there are multiple hosts, multiple collaborators, and you want to be reaching out and you want to be making sure that you are taking advantage of every connection that you get. So if you see someone in a room who you might like, DM them on Instagram and say, hey, I really liked your clubhouse room. Do you want to collaborate and do a room on XYZ, right? If you meet someone in a room that you think would be a good fit to do a room with, reach out and say it. Or if you're in a room where somebody is educating and you want to share that you learned from them, reach out and say it. This app is really so different from other apps, in my opinion, because it really allows um, the opportunity for deeper connection and people are more willing to have that deep connection. So while ironically, because you can't message in Clubhouse, you might be taking the conversation to an app like Instagram, when coaches and creators see that you found them on Clubhouse and that you were in their Clubhouse room, I have noticed that so many people are so willing to listen to you, to, you know, answer your questions or connect or work with you in any capacity that might be relevant. So that is the 411 download on Clubhouse. If you're not on the app yet, I encourage you to join it. If you are on the app yet, I encourage you to follow me at Katie Zaccardi. Make sure that you are tuning into some rooms and you are following people who are in those rooms and using this as an opportunity to grow your network, to grow your connections, and to grow your following as well by hosting rooms that you are an expert uh, in or on topics that you want to talk about or share about or in a way that creates 
its community with the community that you are a part of and looking to grow. So if you have any questions about Clubhouse, make sure to DM me on Instagram and let's talk about it. This is only the beginning and so I'm sure I will be doing another episode on growth and collaboration on Clubhouse, especially as I continue to use the app. But I wanted to bring this to you guys as a way for you to start using the app and not feel so intimidated or afraid by it. And as a simple note that I really think that there are big things in store for this app and that you want to be on it as soon as possible so that you don't miss out on potential growth and connections. That's all I've got for you this week. I'll talk to you guys all next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Out To Be podcast. If you like this episode, be sure to share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, rate and review it on Apple iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. That really helps us spread the message and get this podcast out to even more women in music. For more information on coaching services, head to katiezacardi.com. See you next week.